late morning at that. How's everybody doing today? So I'm mix. I'm mixing it up. You might need to adjust your screens. I am wearing a striped shirt today. <laughs> I have not worn a striped shirt or a check shirt or anything to that matter. I'm a solid. Since it was since it was like an Izod. Is that the last time you wore? <laughs> I, I know that uh, my fashion director. Uh, Miss Helen does an amazing job, and uh, this was one of my birthday presents, so I decide, decided to wear it today. We, and this could be a whole conversation for Monday, but it is so freaking hot that you got to be careful what you wear, man. You yeah, it's, it's, I mean, even yesterday, speaking to the Levant Center, you know, I was in jeans and a blazer, but like, I didn't put the blazer on until we walked into the Levant Center, like on the ride there, going to the car, ride there, walk in, like all of that was jacket off. And then I stayed in that for the rest of the afternoon until we went to the event, which was a great night at JTI. Um, but just even at eight o'clock at night, being in a blazer, it was scorching hot. Like I was, I, I was like, I was like, this has to get like legitimately like deep dry clean now. This jacket Ooh. needs like a serious cleanse because it's hot. Lousing. A, a delousing. So you were out and about. Um, I was out and about. So you spoke at the Le Mans Center. Shay, you have those pictures? So um, really cool to work with a group, get them all fired up. Certainly a great venue to do it in. Well, what was really cool is that, you know, it was everybody who's responsible for each piece of development at the Levant Center. So like, some people are responsible for driving events. Some people are responsible for driving residents. Some people are responsible for driving, you know, sponsorships, donations, whatever. The Levant Center has a lot of different ways that they bring money in. And to be able to talk about a holistic business development process that fit all of their needs was super cool. Because, you know, it wasn't like, oh, well, that doesn't really fit who I'm trying to get to or whatever. It resonated with all of them in a way that was like, wow, why am I not doing it this way? And anytime you see the light bulb go on with all of them and you see the eagerness to then go try go try it was super cool. And there was a couple entrepreneurs there who are residents inside of the Levant Center, which is cool for them. They're launching their concept and their business in September. So they're in this ramp up phase. And so like for them they got a real runway now to look at of like, all right, how much of this can we do before we actually even launch our business? So super cool stuff. Love it. Love it. Glad you, you had a great time. Uh, shout outs. Justin Mount Stevens is in the house. That's our sports executive from London. Great to see you here, my friend or England. Um, he said it's cold and rainy there. So it's always cold and rainy. there, Right. Um, you also got the chance to go out last night um supporting joy and oh look at that i didn't even know yeah supporting thing. children's harbor um but it was awesome so it was at jewel tone interiors shout out to hayden who actually was the the centerpiece to all of these people coming to get together daniel wakefield's art his his natural art you know his photographs were displayed around for people to bid on or buy prints of and it was just a great group of people, you know, it was similar to the live huddle. The huddle was well represented there. But even the people that weren't a part of the huddle, we knew somehow, some way, there was a couple of people that came up to me that were like, look, you don't know me, 
but I know you, I know your wife, I know your kids, I know everything about you because, you know, I see everything that you do on LinkedIn. And so it was super cool to connect the dots and add some new people to the tribe and just get to break bread with everybody and have a good time and support a good cause. Kind of cool that you and Jake and Sarah went that way. I went another way. I had a busy day, but I had the pleasure, which is always an honor and a pleasure to sit down uh, with my favorite uh, she's just an amazing Laney Jones, um, who, if you don't know her, she's uh, she works with the American Cancer Society, but she is a five time survivor and one of the most inspiring, cool people I know. We uh, we sat down as part of the planning of the Women's Power Summit that will be October 26th. It will be the third annual and uh, the entire proceeds go right to the American Cancer Society. So we are supporting, rubbing out the fact that people will have to deal with cancer. It touches everybody. You ask people, it's crazy. So uh, it'll be a super fun event. I mean, the people that we're pulling together for that are going to be some heavy hitters. It's going to be in a great venue. So we're teasing it right now, but super excited for that event in October. So I will tell you, you know, there's a first time for everything. I said, hey, let me get you coffee. We met at Starbucks. And she said, yeah, get me that oleato or whatever. And I go, what the hell's an oleato? You know? Right. She said, oh, it's this new drink that they make with their olive oil. I, I don't know like, anything about it. Olive oil in coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I, about. I was like, I felt like I'm like an idiot. I go, okay, I'm in. So we mm -hmm. both had a nice oleato or whatever they call yeah. it. Do you like it? Last thing was very smooth. Olive oil is really good for you. So, uh, you know, uh, awesome. really good stuff. That's anyway, awesome. we got a great show. Our friend Andy Smith is in the backdrop. He's in the green room waiting. Let's get this thing go, Shay. the show our friend andy smith the reason why we played that song if you do not recognize that theme music that theme music is from the andy griffith show and i say to andy smith all the time i feel like i'm in mayberry when i talk to you you're the nicest human being we know welcome to the show it's an honor and pleasure so thank you thank you thank you thank you and i think it goes cool with the theme of what Jake talked about yesterday and what you're kind of doing with your stripes this morning, which is old mixed with new building a bridge for that. I think there's a lot in that. So it's, 
Yeah, so thank you. So let me tell everybody the LinkedIn story that continues to grow. I so all of a sudden, Andy Smith starts posting stuff on LinkedIn. It's quality stuff. I do the research. I see he's a fellow Gator. I reach out and I said, hey, love what you're putting out there. If you're open for a virtual coffee, let's do it. Andy, tell the rest of the story. And here we are over a year later where – you know, we've been working together. I've worked with both of you guys. It's been a wonderful experience of discovering who are you, what do you do, who do you serve, and then getting really micro into how do you do that on a minute-by-minute -minute basis? How do you take the love of sports and combine it with business? I've learned that from Mark a lot. And it's been a wonderful journey. I, I love it, and I think there's only, only beginning, only beginning. So tell us who Andy Smith is so that the audience gets a, a view. I, obviously, you're an entrepreneur, but give us your story. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, you probably have never ate a pig in the blanket or know what a pig in the blanket I is. I love pigs in the blanket. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Oh, baby, man. <laughs> I'm going to give it that analogy. So the meat in the middle, right, is I'm a husband, I'm a father to three, and I've found out through business, through entrepreneurship, that I'm an entrepreneur, and that through entrepreneurship, you can make really cool impact in other people's lives employees lives your own family's lives so that's the that's sort of the meat right and i just love business and that's the playground for being able to make impact in other people's lives but the the blanket part is encapsulating the meat which is faith faith for me is christianity which is i believe faith is also an a, a, a confident and assurance of things that are not yet seen right so i believe this is going to happen i've not seen it happen and that's a i think a required skill in entrepreneurship because every day is a freaking gong show and you never know what's going to happen and you've just got to know you're going to get past that and do whatever it takes and so you know i, I bring open-mindedness and i've learned this abundance mindset right those things mixed together are what i call the bread so it's a it's a it's a passion to do this and i just love learning about the game student of the game and you know, not, so yeah, that's that's sort of me in a in a bread basket. You have an engineer mind, and I love meeting people who think like an engineer because they think in terms of systems and processes. You have come up through the energy space and built a couple of companies that you then exited out of. And I would say from knowing you, and this is my own assessment of you, is that you are addicted to the growth. You are addicted to the building. Like if I were to give you a box of Legos, you could play yeah. with a box of Legos for days and days and days. When did you really discover that that was something that you were really passionate about? So after, so I, I did engineering in school because I didn't know what else to do, right? I was like, hey, I'm good at math. I don't know what to do. At least if I go do something else, I won't lose my college credits. Right. So that was why I got into engineering. And my family is nurses and electricians. And engineering was you could make a good salary, work for a company and make some money. Right. Mm. That was it. That was the, the mindset of where I grew up was get a job and hopefully, man, you can stay there your whole life. Right. So I got that first job at a nuclear power plant as an engineer because they paid good. And I wanted to see what a valve was and learn about the stuff. Right. And I realized everybody here is here to work a lifelong job in this company. I'm like, I just can't do that. Right. So found a Belgium company, got into an entrepreneurial division in Atlanta, big city. 
and the role was to say, hey, we've got this product, this innovative product. It's engineered, right? But can you take it to market? And I was like, this is a playground. Like, I love this. So now we're building that out. We're learning that. And that took me to Canada where I could build a little business. And so I started tasting these, these opportunities and these small successes. And then the opportunity came in 07 to say, you know, I was inherently always struggling inside with this not in the right place. I don't know why I can't articulate it. I'm 27, 28 years old. I still know, but I'm not feeling like this is me. Opportunity came to start our own business with a partner in Europe. And we were like, Hey, let's do it. And that was the beginning of building businesses. And it was dang hard because we drove around in an old loan. My father-in-law passed away at 48 years old. I was able to then borrow his truck to drive around, which was a beater, right? We took that thing all over the Southeast. We stayed in hotel rooms together. Like we, I mean, it was bootstrap like no other. Yeah. And then started seeing success, started seeing success. And it was the same. Here's what's interesting. Now that I'm building multiple businesses involved in multiple things, it was exactly the same process then as it is now. The tools have changed. The, 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 the internet has changed. Same tactics, right? It's all about the customer. So I just started building and that I I love that early stage stuff and I get bored with the big company stuff. So that's where I sort of thrive in. So what would you say are some of the key fundamentals to your processes? Like you said, it's the, it's the same. The fundamentals are the same, but how you go about applying those fundamentals are different now because of the tools and technology and everything that you can do. But what are those fundamentals? You mentioned it's all about the customer, but what does that really mean? And what are some of the other fundamentals? Yeah, I give two examples, an example where I succeeded, an example where I failed. So example where I succeeded, first business. All I knew to do was reach out to the customer. And at that time it was through email or phone call. You reach out and you say, hey, Mr. Customer, what do you need? What problems do you have? How can we help? What, you know, what do you want? Right. And it was talking to that customer. So that built over time success. Right. And once you once you understand what they need, then you can provide the right solution. You can build the right manufacturing facility. You can do all the stuff after. Mm-hmm. Had success with venture number one when I exited. Right. We bootstrapped that up to an eight figure exit. Cool. Month one after the exit, I'm out throwing the ball with my kid. Nobody in my neighborhood thought I had a job. Right. You're just like there. I get a phone call and they're like, Hey, Andy, let's do this again. Right. Let's, let's build up this company. I've got this little company in the same space. Let's do it again. And I'm like, Oh yeah, man. I just took this. Co- I took this company right. to a major success. Right. I can do this again. No problem. I'm invincible. I, am inv- I know it all, man. I got it. I'm an entrepreneur. And we went and we built an entire multi-million dollar infrastructure to serve somebody that we weren't even talking to over there. Mm. Right. I'm like, damn. so ultimately we exited that business, but it was built based on the wrong premise. We spent way too much time, energy, money building what we thought they wanted. Right. But they didn't, that wasn't a fit. So huge lessons learned. The, so now going back to you no know, ventures, four, five, six, whatever, we always start by talking to the customer. And I have to say discipline in that. Cause I, I want to go here because I've seen how it works. I can see the vision and I want to get there faster, but I got to focus over here. So it's. And so would you say that there's no real shortcut, like knowing that you've learned that lesson now and you, you know what the end looks like, you know what the journey looks like. 
and you would love to hit the fast forward button, but you're saying you got to discipline yourself to doing it over and over and over. Is that a lesson that you've learned that there is no fast forward button? Yeah. And, and let me tell you, man, I love to, I, I have a good vision. Like I'm able to see things really quickly. And what I like to pour into myself when I'm running or when I'm exercising or driving is all of these podcasts around the cool kids who are out making gazillions of dollars overnight, right? In a year, they're taking an email newsletter and they're blowing it up. Like I listen to all that stuff and it's a trap, right? The trap is, it is a process. You have to be diligent. And I'll, I'll tell, I've learned this from you guys. You've got to find joy in that process. That is the journey, right? The process. And so I've realized that totally right, Mark. It is not, there are not shortcuts. I, I, I will be the first to get trapped into a <laughs> trap of technology of this is new software. Boom. Yeah. So I want to go back to our first virtual coffee. Um, No agenda on my part. You really didn't know anything really about us. We, We become friends. And then your, and this is why I'm so intrigued by you still to this day, your capacity to want to be coached and to want to learn, I think lives in front of all of the other skill sets you have. Because you're a great entrepreneur, you've had success, yet you keep asking us, what can I do better? How can I fine tune this? What am I doing wrong? Please be my feedback loop. So I I find this, like our conversations are so rich and enjoyable and great, but it's your commitment to that. And I want to unpack that. So highlight of my career was not the day we exited and the money is wired into your bank account, right? I thought about that for like 10 seconds. My <laughs> wife couldn't give two sh- craps about that because like, it's just not the world. Like it's just not the world we came from or that we want to live in. The highlight of my career was when we had made it to year five in the first venture. And we threw a ginormous party for 70 plus employees and all their spouses and families. And we invited them to a whole day. And then we had everybody at night for a big banquet. And, you know, we didn't know to do that. All we knew was in year five, if you made it that far in business, you were a success. And if you didn't, most people failed. I had I had spouses coming up and saying, Andy, they knew my name, Andy. We are so thankful for you and uh, and and what you've brought to our family and the impact you've made in our lives. And I didn't know them. Right. And I'm like, crap, that's Jim's wife in the welding department up in Chattanooga of the business we had. Right. And I'm like, that's that's, that's more joy. And I'll never forget those experiences ever. And so building on that, I'm like, okay, we got to do that for more people. We got to help more people through business. I have the ability to do that. Let's help more people do that. And I was alone. I had a co-founder, but we were alone in Venture One from 07 all the way to 2019, where we exited Venture Two 2020. It was alone. And I realized there is a wealth of people who have done this before who have knowledge. And if you're open-minded to advice to and you can accelerate and amplify because in my world where I came from, you there was a ceiling that everyone has on top. I call it the clouds, but there's a cloud. And and they limit themselves, not ever being able to go above that. Well, I, I feel like I was the airplane that went through the clouds and I saw up above. And I'm like, there's a whole nother stratosphere up here. Hey, everybody, let's go, let's go, let's go. The only way I think you can get there is by surrounding yourself with people who just know how to do it, who push you like no other to do it. Because man, if you're alone, you do not see 
the obstacles around you, the so funny analogy, but if you got a boat under the water, you know, my boat's going slow. I learned this from, from another mentoring and business partner and his boat had tentacles all over the bottom. Well, they didn't know that until they pulled it up out of the water so and said, Hey man, you're going really slow. Exactly. You're going slow because of that. So, so I have a question for you. I, so you've been building businesses for 50 years. You're an unbelievable avid learner and you're constantly looking for the new, for the challenge, for the next iteration. What do you see as the biggest changes that have happened over the last 15 years that have impacted the way you do business, the way you run a business, the way you lead a business? What are those things? Yeah, I, I mean, the we were... So the, the things that haven't changed are just genuine, open communication, right? Honesty has not changed, right? Giving employees hope and vision has not changed. Like those things, because it's, it's hard, whether I think it, I, I'll speak for early stage entrepreneurial companies up to momentum phase. It's hard. Like there are days where you're, you're killing it. But the most of the days you're freaking in the war zone. Like my phone, I thought about this yesterday. My phone rings. I'm like, oh, crap what problem we got to deal with now, right? Like it's pretty much like that all the time. So the, just the optimism, those things haven't changed. What has changed significantly and why I met you guys, right? And, and people all over the world is social media has changed and the way that we're able to get our messaging out and meet more people and do business faster, quicker. I mean, there's, there's communities of entrepreneurs out there that are meeting different entrepreneurs all over the world. So you could have a you could have a conversation with someone in Dubai and Europe and in the U S and South America all at the same time. And just it's, it's opened up the world, but the mm. speed at which things are changing is so insanely fast. And that's, mm. that will sadly be a barrier for a lot of the older school businesses, especially where I came from. Right. You got the blacksmith on the corner. Who's got a welding shop. They don't know what they use Facebook for their, for their grandma. Right. That's it. Yeah. Well, the world's changed and those folks will get left behind without a change of in an open minded and adoptive technique. Yeah. And but I like to bring it to them. without that platform, uh, my, our lives never cross. We, right. You and I are in different paths and there's no physical way that we can meet. You live in a different place. You're in a different category. We don't didn't have any mutual friends at the time. Now you're in our lives in such a significant way. You know, beyond the fact that we work together, you've been at, you know, special events for us. You know, we've met your wife, you've met her, you know, so, you know, th this is the richness that people don't understand. Business was always personal. It is always personal. And getting to meet new people is just the lifeblood. And, you know, you, you validated it in your strategy because your content was the bait for me. I jumped into the content going, here's a guy putting out quality stuff. I just want to meet, you know? And so now that's happened to you with other people, which right. is, you know, fascinating. And we'll go to overtime. I mean, I have a question that is not related to business and is not related to, it's really related to your background, but like you claimed him to be a Gator, but I know that Andy is from Alabama and went to Auburn and then went to the University of Florida. So I would have to ask you, 
are you a war damn eagle or are you a gator? Which one are you really? Be careful. This will impact <laughs> long after this call. <laughs> so it's funny. So education wise, I felt like I got a wonderful education at the University of Florida. I thought it was top notch. I really was like impressed and, and encouraged my daughter, who's now looking for colleges, to go there. When I was in Florida, they played a school, a small Appalachian State or somebody, and they fumbled on the one yard line and Appalachian State scored. And I was the only one to stand up and be like, yeah. <laughs> so I am uh, definitely an Auburn fan, but I totally appreciate the education and, and, and love the university. That's but, awesome. but you chose to post on LinkedIn that your college of choice is University of Florida. That was the last college. I don't know that it's the college of choice. It's just the last it's what shows up there. That's what, you know, he could say any school. He said Gator. <laughs> Listen, fundamentally, if you walk into a room and some of those people are wearing Gator stuff, you say, go Gators. You're no, whatever association, that is the first commonality that works in our life. Alumni marketing is top. That's what worked for us. I wasn't going in there, hey, Andy, could you prove that you're a Gator to me? <laughs> He posted Gators. So yeah. It's just all good shit. So in our last minutes, what pearls of wisdom do you want to leave our audience with your learnings? What What is relevant that you can share with our audience? So I've seen this through my journey, through what I've been doing and in, in our employees' lives, and I think in my kids' lives, right? And I think it's you've got to be bold and relentless in, in who you are. Find out who you are and what you enjoy doing and just triple down on that. Just double click all day long. And most importantly, do not allow other people to put their limits onto you or their expectations onto you. And if you can break the mold of all of that, you will absolutely thrive and be your best self. Really, 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 what a finish, man. Um, For those that don't know, the shirt that he's wearing, he got on his visit to Florida. uh, Now, he got that at Coconuts, but they also own Top Hat and all of those. So they're a great restaurant group. Thanks for the support. Thanks for being you. Um, Andy, great job. Thank you. There's more more people like you who are just genuinely nice. I mean, you are genuinely a great guy, and I'm so glad that you're our friend and uh, always here for you. You got me Thank a lot. you, sir. Thank you for being a huddler in the hot seat. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. We will see you on Monday. The grind includes Saturday and Sunday. If you're not signed up for the newsletter, sign up. We'll see you on Monday. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business